Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! Strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. But before we join Superman, listen. And now to our story. When Clark Kent went to the cookhouse to get a sandwich for Jimmy Olsen, he found Chuck Connors, the foreman of Tumbleweed's oil field, talking on the telephone and plotting the destruction of Tumbleweed's tank trucks. Forcing the details of the plot from Connors, Kent trussed him up and, as Superman, sped to Tumbleweed's rescue, arriving just in time to stop the dislodged balancing rock from crushing the trucks. Back at the ranch, Jimmy, tired of waiting for Clark Kent, went to the cookhouse, where he found Chuck Connors and innocently liberated him. Suggesting that they go in search of Kent on horseback, Chuck lured Jimmy to the corral, where he mounted the boy on a wild, unbroken Mustang, tied him securely to the saddle, and sent the angry animal galloping furiously off across the mesa with his helpless, terrified rider. Listen. Whoa, boy. Whoa. Gosh, I don't know what to do. I'm scared. I can't control this wild horse. Oh, he's bucking like mad. Whoa. Whoa, stop. He's racing again now. I can only stop him. I can't get my arms loose. Whoa. Whoa, boy, whoa. Oh, he nearly snapped my head off that time. He's roped. I can't budge him. Gosh, this crazy horse is heading to the edge of the cliff. He'll never see it in time to stop. We'll both be killed. Help, Mr. Kent. Tumbleweed. Somebody help. Meanwhile, unaware of Jimmy's plight, Superman streaks back to the ranch after having saved Tumbleweed's trucks from destruction. As he wings across the moon-drenched mesa, Superman's attention is attracted by a madly galloping horse, the animal obviously unguided in its reckless dash toward the edge of a steep cliff. What's that down below? It's a horse heading right for the cliff, and his rider is slumped down on the saddle like he's unconscious. I've got to stop that animal if I can. Down! Down! Here he comes over the edge. Now to catch him. There, got him. Now, back up to the cliff. Up! Up! Oh, here we are. Oh, boy. Easy now. Easy. That's it. Great Scott, it's Jimmy. And he's tied to the saddle. Off of these ropes. There we are. Now to stretch him out of the ground. Oh, the poor kid, he's out cold. I'd better change back to Clark Kent before he comes to. Oh. Coming around, oh. all right. I wonder who did this to him. Jimmy. Uh. Jimmy, it's me, Mr. Kent. Oh. 
Oh, Mr. Kent, that wild horse, he was going over the cliff. It was awful. I fainted. Yes, I know. But you're all right now, Jim. Well, what happened? How did you get here? I just happened to be out here. My, uh, my horse ran away from me when I dismounted to examine something. How did you save me? How did you stop that horse from going over the cliff? Why, uh, the horse suddenly swerved when he got to the edge and stopped himself from fright, I guess. But uh, tell me, Jimmy, who roped you on that animal? It was Chuck Connors. What? I found him tied up in the cookhouse when I went to look for you. He told me something about a masked man hitting him on the head when he wasn't looking. Masked man? Nothing. I did it. You did? Why? Well, when I went to the cookhouse for your sandwich, I found Chuck talking to somebody on the phone and plotting to wreck Tumbleweed's trucks. Why, a dirty coyote. Gosh, and I had to let him go. Yes, that's the unfortunate part. You see, I was counting on making Connors tell us who was behind this effort to smash the trucks and cause Tumbleweed all this trouble. Tumbleweed? Did his trucks get wrecked? Do you think something... No, 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 easy, Jimmy. Don't worry about Tumbleweed. Everything's okay. The trucks will get through all right. Gosh, how do you know? You take my word for it, Jimmy. They're all right. Oh, golly, I sure hope so. Well, let's get back to the ranch. With my, uh, my horse gone, we'll both have to ride this one. He's not broken. He'll buck us off. No, he won't, Jim. He's been so thoroughly scared, he's as gentle as a lamb. Come on, I'll show you. Now, you get up in back of the saddle so you can hold on to me. Here, put your foot in my cupped hand. Okay. Now, up. There you go. That's it. Now, wait a minute. I'll mount. There we are. Huh. Hold on. You all set? I think so. Okay, let's go. Get up. Come on, get up. As Kent and Jimmy ride back to the ranch, Abner Cheney, president of the Lost Valley Bank and owner of the only pipeline able to carry oil to the refinery, is having a heated discussion in his private office with his secret henchman, Dan Lawson, who poses as an oil broker. All right, if you didn't bungle that job, what did it? Well, we had everything set. The dynamite charge was planted under balancing rock as soon as Chuck Connors phoned from Tumbleweed's ranch that the trucks had left. When the boys saw the headlights start coming down the steep grade under the rock, the charger was set off and the 50-ton boulder toppled off its point and came rolling down the hill like a fast express. Then what happened? Now, this is the part that don't make sense. A man, wearing a cape, came swooping down out of the sky, stopped the rock practically over the lead truck's cab, and, get this, heaved it across the road. Are you crazy? Do you expect me to believe that? Remember, Cheney, I told you before it was hard to take. Larson, that's one lie of yours I can't swallow. It's the last one you'll ever tell me. I swear I saw it with my own eyes. All I know is you let a dumb cow hand prove he could do without my pipeline. Honest, Cheney, I'm telling you the gospel truth. But even so, why worry about Tumbleweed Jones? You've got everybody else's business. It isn't his business I want. Can't you see how his success will make all the other pipeline producers see how they can do without my pipeline? Wait a minute. I've just thought of an idea. But like all the rest of your stupid schemes, I'm not in. No, listen to this. I happened to find out today that Comanche Joe never made over a deed or a bill of sale to that ranch he gave Tumbleweed. Well, what of it? Well, don't you see? That means he borrowed money from the bank without showing proof that he owns the property. And you can claim he took the money under false pretenses. Yes, I see. Hey, you may have something there. Oh, no, no, it won't work. You can get Comanche Joe to give him a bill of sale. That's easy to fix. I'll call Comanche and ask him to come into town to discuss the deal. When he gets here, a couple of the boys will take him into the hills. And tomorrow morning, bright and early, I pay a visit to Jones Ranch and give him 24 hours to sign a pipeline contract with me or go to jail for fraud. Sure. Get on that telephone, Larson. Okay. 
Well, it's almost 8 o'clock. Tumbleweed and the truck should be rolling in any minute now. Yeah. I'll bet they'll all appreciate a cup of coffee waiting for them. Ouch! That pot's yeah. hot. Careful, Jim. Hey, how'd you sleep last night? Oh, like a top, Mr. Kent. I must have been pretty tired. Yes, I guess you were. After that exciting ride on a wild bronco... Wait a minute. I think I hear the trucks. I can't hear anything. Yes, I hear them. Let's go down by the gate to meet them. Okay. Take it easy. I gotta turn in. Come on. Hi, Tumbleweed. They made it okay, Mr. Kent. Of course they did. Hello, Tumbleweed. Hi, fellas. All right, boys. Shut them off. Okay. Ah, hello there, Mr. Kent. Hiya. Jimmy. Well, sure is good to see you. Especially when I never expected to lay eyes on you again. What? What do you mean, Tumbleweed? Did something happen? Well, it sure did. Jimmy, you remember that there uh, balancing rock I told you I was going to take you over to see? Well, it ain't balancing no more. What do you mean, Tumbleweed? Well, last night, as we was rolling under it, the rock took a notion to get off on its perch. And don't it come like a stampeding herd of loco steers. Why, but it missed you, didn't it? Missed us nothing, Jim. It was a coming right smack for us. When he caught it in his bare hands and heaved it over the road. Who caught it? It was him, Jimmy. Superman. The same flying man who saved your life and mine last time you was out here. Superman? Out here? Now, look, Tumbleweed, you must have been seeing things. I swear, Mr. Kent, I well, We can see... talk about that later. What's more important is that last night I caught Chuck Connors on your phone, plotting with somebody to wreck your trucks. Chuck Connors? You must be mistaken. What? Chuck's one of my best men. No, no, it can't be. Oh, it was all right. He wrote me to a wild Mustang and sent me out on the mesa alone. He did, eh? Well, where is he now, Jimmy? Let me get my paws on him. Oh, he's gone, escaped. But we'll find him. Uh-oh. Who's that turning in off the road? Golly, it's a swell-looking car. Yeah. It's Abner Cheney, president of the Lost Valley Bank. Good morning, Tumbleweed. Uh, howdy, Mr. Cheney. What brings you out here so early? I drove out to tell you that you're in trouble, Tumbleweed. Serious trouble with the law. Trouble? With the law? What have I done? Well, I've just discovered that you borrowed money from my bank under false pretenses. Now, hold on, Mr. Cheney. I may be a dumb cowhand, but I'm a law-abiding citizen. I ain't never broke no law. What you shooting at? When you borrowed money from my bank, you put this wrench up as collateral. Now I find you don't own the ranch. That ain't true, and you know it. Comanche Joe, give me it, lock, stock, and barrel. Well, that's your story. But the fact is that Comanche Joe never filed a deed of transfer to this ranch, so the property remains his. Now, wait a minute. Why can't this all be straightened out by calling Comanche Joe? Why, sure. He'll tell you. He'll prove that you ain't got no right to infer that Tumbleweed deals a crooked deck. That will be mighty tough to prove, gentlemen. Because Comanche Joe has disappeared. Vanished in the thin air. As a matter of fact, there's some talk about your having something to do with that, too. Well, Tumbleweed is really in a jam now. Has Lawson's plan to capture Comanche Joe been successful? And if so, how will Tumbleweed be able to prove his innocence of fraud? What can Superman do now to help his friend? Tune in again next time for another thrilling episode in this exciting story of the West with Superman. Don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman.
Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.